0: Welcome to Cryptic Soup. Tonight's case is the stories of the fae folk. Some believe the fae to be fairies that are simple in nature, just here to be cute creatures. But was this the origin of these creatures? Has society changed the stories of the fae over time to make them less terrifying? Similar to Grimm's tales turning into Disney favorites? We're about to tell you the true, slightly darker origins of these stories. I'm Kylie. And I'm Tina, And tonight we have a folk tale case to share with you. whale gum I think <laughs> no. um, well because the reason I did it because uh-huh. the fey folk they say fair folk is some of the reasoning maybe they think the uh, the name origin came from
1: so you gotta, That's do, a little,
0: weird. You gotta do a little carnival-y fair, fair uh, noise I would think that it would normally come from like fairies well we'll get into where it comes from but mm, okay. i just wanted to do that one because i like making the noise dun, 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 dun. you would i would mm-hmm. um hmm well it's february <clears throat> we're close to the valentine's day mm-hmm. uh i'm not doing anything valentine's day themed for our episodes in fact not one bit gonna instead talk about fairies and murder I think that's what we did last year. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> minus the fairies. I don't think we talked about fairies. I don't at all, think I'm but... very good at celebrating Valentine's. Apparently. Definitely talked about murder. I mm-hmm. thought, wasn't it the Tinder? Did we do Tinder? I, I so. thought we did Tinder the year before that. Or was it the Valentine's massacre? I thought we did Valentine's Day massacre the year before that, also. I mean, they're all running together at this point. Goodness. <laughs> Goodness. I uh, couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Huh. Wow. Well, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I got nothing, though. I mean, I have so much, but like, do you want to tell them the big news? I could. Do you want to? I mean, I could. Kylie's having a. No, I'm kidding. It's I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Guys. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <Absolutely not. laughs> She's having a wedding venue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, we we found our wedding venue. Um, it was literally every single weekend we were going to like Two plus wedding venues. So we're so excited to not have to do that anymore. Um, yeah, we found a place where everybody can stay, which is really cool because most of our friends are not here. They're like in Canada and Germany and Washington and Virginia. So not Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> so Corey gets really excited every time they go someplace, whether they like it or hate it, and he'll send it to me via Instagram, right? And he Instagram DMs me the place and he's like, look through the photos. And he sends me this one and their bio says something about being a supper club. But I read it really fast and I was like, you're going to a strip club for your wedding. (laughs) And he's He's like, like, chill, bro. No, it's a (laughs) supper club. And I was like, "Ah, yes, yes. Supper. Yes. Dinner. Dinner. Food. Let's talk about that for a second, because I've talked about that with other people that are a little bit more religious than I am now. But growing up in Seven Day Adventist, like we had supper. We didn't have dinner. We had supper. But now I say dinner. I think dinner and supper are two different things. Really? Well, yeah. What is the difference? We've talked about this. Supper is not formal. Dinner is. Supper is when you're like with your family. Dinner is when you go out to eat and or there's more people. Dinner has two forks. Supper has one. What? Is that not normal? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) well I would think it would be switch like supper would be more formal okay so I did this thing the other day I even called Corey were you in the car you heard me call Corey right in the car about the blood did you not hear this okay I thought you were in the car All right, bro so I get out of the car to run after this dog I see a dog in the middle of the street and I get out of this car and I start running after this dog (laughs) because I see a dog in the street and I'm like oh my god I don't want a dog dog in the street yeah right Mm -hmm. and then I get done running and I get back in the car and I was like oh fuck I hate that feeling and Margie's like, what feeling? And I was like, you know, when you run or like you walk too much and you taste blood in your mouth and she <laughs> looks at me and she's like, what? I saw your Facebook post, but I literally. <laughs> OK, so I have a story about this, too. So and I was like, yeah, like, this. do you know what I'm talking about? Like when whenever you run or you walk and you, you know, you taste metal and blood in your mouth. And she's like, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, me neither. Ha, just kidding. And she's like, that's not normal. You know, and I was like, no, I swear it is I'll- you know Corey's weird Corey Corey knows what I'm talking about so I call Corey up right and I'm like Corey hey y- you know when you go running and you taste blood in your mouth and he's like what the fuck are you talking about and I was like cool uh I gotta go <laughs> <laughs> okay so fast forward I see your post on Facebook about this whole situation <laughs> yes. and I miss lic- it I watch the TikTok or whatever that mm-hmm. you posted and I'm like why are they so fucking weird <laughs> Like literally out loud. And Corey's like, that's funny. So yeah, no, I didn't know in the moment, but I saw afterwards. I'm like, you would. Okay. I thought it was like the most common thing ever. Like I swear I've talked about it with everyone. And like everyone I know, I feel like has been like, oh my God, that's super common. So then Margie Googles it and they're like, so it's super rare. (laughs) And I was like, oh yeah. Huh? No, don't get that. Uh, And it's supposedly if you overexert yourself, but here's the thing. I can literally walk for five minutes and it happens. I literally ran cross country in high school. I was physically fit. I love running, and it still happens. Like I love working out. It still happens. I work out twice a day. It still happens. Like it does not mean I'm overexerting myself, but like it it just fucking happens. Your your body thinks that you are. So So your capillaries in your lungs are like bro, bro. (laughs) simmer down. (laughs) So yeah. So I taste blood like twenty four seven. It's not abnormal. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm sure some of our listeners feel the same way. But yeah, at least my friend Veronica was like, that happens to me. And I was like, oh, thank God, Veronica. Fucking finally. Only person that agreed with me. However, out of my 500 friends online, one person agreed. So I feel better. I feel better that one person knows what I'm talking about. I did have I like, like five people DM me you? and be like, you should go to the hospital. I was like, no, no, bro. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> this is <isn't> a normal. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's not a normal thing. It's very rare, but it is not a. The amount of people that wow reacted my issue. status stressed me out. <laughs> I think I was one of those. People. It made me feel like maybe it's not normal. It's not normal, but it's it not is. dangerous. It's fine. <laughs> There's worse things that I do to my body. I feel like probably so it's fine. So something else that I have <laughs> figured out is that. Um on TikTok. I'm on I'm on eminophobia TikTok. I am too. But in the opposite way in the sense that I'll see things that are like vomiting and then people will comment about emetophobia I'm like, God damn I don't want it that way. I want it the other way of like tips to get over it. Oh, I see people that are like, here's how I deal with my emetophobia And these bitches are fucking insane. They're like, I will wear turtlenecks every single day so that I never feel food bile up and rise in my stomach into my throat because something is closed around my throat. So I can't feel it rising in my throat. Okay. So there are, and there like, are, all are these levels. levels. There are, there are specific levels to emetophobia and like mine isn't like, okay, if I feel nauseous or I feel like I'm going to throw up, then I will like do everything not to, but I'm not going to do something like that every single day. Imagine about like, if I was in a, in a, min- a, min- a <laughs> Could you imagine if I had just add that tack that on to your anxiety? That'd be great. Like you would wouldn't the, leave the house at that point. With the amount of times I get sick in a day, even yeah. if I had phobia, I would just be dead. <laughs>
1: yeah. I can't say the word.
0: <laughs> it's it's <phobia>. not onomatopoeia. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> no. Um yeah, but No, I'm more scared of people with it happening to me around me, Mm -hmm. like. Especially. Like knowing how much you get sick. Yeah, Kylie sucked her life up. And the fact that (laughs) I have to, like, put Shiro away in order to get out of this. Well, I mean, I could leave the room, I guess. You know what I mean, though? But yeah. you can't. Yeah. Without me doing a lot mm-hmm. out of this room. So like, I'm just going to I'm going to leave you in here. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like. I think. Uh, so I don't know if I want to know. Do I want to know? You probably don't. So <laughs> I am about to get either braces or um, Invisalign probably in 2024 because I have um I don't have messed up teeth, but I have I have messed up teeth for what I would personally like. And I've already had braces for like a big portion of my life and I still have messed up teeth. And the thing is is that I had to go and get my teeth looked at, right? Cuz the problem is is my teeth are what is called stack teeth. So my teeth are pushing against one another because they're so on top of one another instead of having them slightly in front of one another like they should be. So they're pushing back into my gums and the issue is is they are going to crack on top of one another. Oh, because they push so against each other it's kind of like people that grind their teeth but mine aren't grinding they're just pushing so with that being the case um like naturally like like you're not as aggressive as my personality it's almost like great yeah um (laughs) love that for you (laughs) they're abrasive no i'm kidding i'm very (laughs) nice um so with that being the case he goes to like do things and the doctor leaves for a few minutes and him and the nurse are whispering in the next room and then the nurse comes in and she brings a pamphlet and she sits down with me and she like puts her hand on my um, what's this thing called? Your shoulder? My shoulder. And she's like, I wanted to talk with you about something after we took your x-rays, and it's okay. It's normal. We have counseling for oh these my kind God. of things. And I was like, uh, okay. I have what looks like stage five bulimia teeth, is what she calls it. Yeah. I look like I've been bulimic for 10 plus years of my life, she thinks, because of how often I uh-huh. regurgitate. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, no, no, it's not that I just, um, chronic migraines. Yeah. I just, uh, accidentally projectile usually about six to 12 times a week. And she's like, what? I was like, yeah, no, that's like super normal. That's like a normal Thursday for me. And she's like, Oh my God, are you okay? I was like, probably not, but it's fine. I'm making it. Thank you, Dr. Burns. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's my, healthy thing and then kylie lived with me she didn't know this before she invited me to live with her nope and i wasn't gonna tell her nope it was getting better and then it got worse so here we are you want to learn about the Fay folk yeah i don't <laughs> want to talk about this anymore i'm like fidgeting i really hope that i can't hear it but <laughs> if you can sorry <laughs> i'm just yeah, not not a fun conversation for me yeah yeah um so we're gonna talk about the Fay folk And, um, a lot of people have different theories about like the fey folk and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think, (laughs) do you want to talk about what your, your opinion of the fey folk are? (laughs) Yeah. So basically at the beginning with my intro, Athena's like, yeah, cute creatures, but was this the origin of these creatures? And I'm like the fey folk. I literally think of like (laughs) definitely the opposite of cute creatures. Because, but why is that? Because of smut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Who so. who's smut? Tell him who. I don't know. Tell, Tell them, them what cr- him. character. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely don't think of cute creatures when I think of Fae. <laughs> I think the most common current um, portrayal of Fae folk might be the, the resurgence of the Sabrina the Teenage Witch show. In the later seasons, I want to say it's like either the last season or the second to last season, they had some of the Fey folk in the episodes, and that was like the the plot was Fey folk coming to Earth. Um Why I don't I s- remember that? It's the one with Ross Lynch, that TV show. Uh, they were the carnival folks, literally, <laughs> like they were. Also Fair folks. Oh, yes. Yep. OK, I do. And the guys. Fair Folks were the Fae Folk. Um, I think that's the easiest way to describe them. For me, my introductory interdu- introductory was my favorite ever book series was this book series growing up called the Fable Haven series by Brandon Mule. It's five books. They're each about a little bit bigger than a Harry Potter book. And it's along the same realm as Harry Potter's. But what it is, it's about these two kids that go to their grandparents' house and their grandparents' farm is called like the Fablehaven Farm. I think and, I've heard of this before. And what it is, is they live on the the realm plane between where like the real world and Fablehaven, which is like this magical realm, interlink. And so the, the thing is, is that the animals there, if you drink the milk from the cows, you can then see what you normally wouldn't see as a normal person. So they then see hobgoblins they see the brownies they see the sprites they see mm-hmm. witches they see nymphs you know they see everything and on nights like um midsummers and stuff like that they have to do all the precautions so that things don't happen to the house and stuff so to me like that's what i remember there's like k- kobolds or however keyboards, however you pronounce it and stuff in that story and that's what i remember so typing this up i was thinking about that and i was like oh my god i know what faithful car and they terrify the fuck out of me definitely not what i think of (laughs) yeah we have different theories here (laughs) but it's funny how you said that because it kind of happens the same way in smut god. Um, But the fun part about this is this episode could later become like a multiple series where we talk more in depth about different types of fey folk and like really like go more in depth. But right now we're going to do a really broad covering about the concept of them. But later we'll come back in and we'll zone in more on them and break them down further. The concept of covering fey folk and starting to talk about these like darker origins was requested by Elizabeth Vaughn Ivy, And so we are going to do this for her. And hopefully I do it some justice because she really believes in this stuff and I do too. So, I mean, let's uh, get into it. The Fae is a mystery that lives deep in folklore of many country and mythos. They go by different names, such as the Good Neighbors, the Fair Folk, the Kind Ones, Fae Folk, the Others, we Folk, and more. Most times people symbolize the concept of like having a nickname as a term of endearment, such as like, you know, like if I called Kylie Kyle or something like that, like that's me being giving her a nickname because I love her and like we're close. But with the Fae, like they give them that nickname because it's like they're scared to call them like anything bad. Like you're scared of the Fae. You don't want to be on their bad side. The Fae are not someone you fuck with. I feel like some cryptids have happened that way, too. Where they're like, their, their origin, like their name came from something creepy. Yeah. Like a fear. I could see that. When people think of fae, sometimes they hear the word fairies. And so they think of fairies, but there's two different types of fairies in the world. Um... Not everyone's Tinkerbell. <laughs> That's literally what I say. Yeah. That's so, so when people think of fairies, they think of like F-A-I-R-I-E-S, F-A-I-R-Y, you know, a fairy, a cute little thing like Tinkerbell, a cute little winged creature flying about, causing no harm, you know, but the fae, those are much different creatures. So fairies, like the cute ones were seen to be small, miniature, winged humanoid creatures from European folklore that were a form of spirits often described as a metaphysical, supernatural, or per, per, perternatural type creature. I don't know what that means. It's a new word for me. Pernatural? Yeah. I don't either. Okay. I didn't even think to look it up. I saw it, and then I said, oh, I should look that up before I say it. Okay, I'll look it and up while it you <laughs> finish <booped>. this. <laughs> there were so many other words <laughs> I looked up in this episode, and then whoop, oh it's one of them be- is- It's beyond what is normal or natural. Oh, Okay. okay. Kind of what it sounds like. okay. kind of. But the concept of the Fae are completely different entities that belong to being a realm of a mythical being itself. Now, the Fae are, like I said, pretty scary. Sometimes they'll do really wicked things to you. Some will steal your children and take them to a mortal-less realm where the Fae inhabit. Others will offer you bargaining that are beyond your dreams. But they come at a really steep price that you would never be able to pay back on purpose. Some of them have a face or a feature that's so intense that when you look at it, it'll blind you. Others are so mischievous that they'll haunt you until you take your last breath. Like these things are not meant to be nice always. But there are some that are nice. I mean, you can see where this is coming from, from Smut, right? Like (laughs) taking your children and and just like, you know, up that age a little bit. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's also funny because like in in books that i read fae and fairies are still they're different like they're <laughs> like fairies are little tiny winged creatures and fae are not <laughs> which i mean in fablehaven that's what it is the fae are almost human sized at times yes and then the fairies are tiny like yeah but like also bird they yeah. are some tiny fae so in fablehaven a fairy can turn into a fae And it's like if a fairy gets trapped or has to see itself or something, it'll turn into a fae, which is like a dark fairy. And it's still small like a fairy. It's this whole thing. Okay, I don't know why I keep talking about this book. You guys (laughs) want to read it. You can. I don't don't want to. to. (laughs) It's so good. But now like we're older, so maybe it's not good. I still read it. That's fair. There's dragons. (laughs) That's all, <laughs> and there's <laughs> vampires, and it's really cool because, like, the just vampires have a bunch have of these prousen, Do you want to know the word I was trying yes, to say? Yes, absolutely, superpowers. Oh, that's yeah. the word I was going for. That's like backwards. You got this, <laughs> <Brousens>. so embarrassing. <laughs> there's no end in superpowers, no. <Prousens>. I don't know where it came from. (sighs) Okay. They have these like superpowers, but like their superpowers differentiate between like what kind of vampire they are. It's really fucking cool. Whatever. It's cool. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Some of the most notable beings that are part of the Fae culture are Oberon, Titiana, Mob, Puck, Vivian, and Namu. But there are dozens of different creatures that are considered part of the Fae court. For example, there are brownies, changelings, doca bees, sure. dwarves, elves, jingu, and kelpie, the water spirits, leprechauns, pixies, sprites, nymphs, goblins, banshees, boggarts, Bogarts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gremlins, binai, ben, bugbears, hags, <laughs> trolls. And more. Bug bears. That's not even like a tenth of the list. Oh, yeah. No. And I really only have lists like, I mean, like everyone knows like dwarves, elves. I know sprites from um, Harvest Moon. Leprechauns, obviously. Pixies. Brownies are in the books. Brownies clean your house. Brownies are in the books. Bogarts are in Harry Potter, I think. Mm hmm gremlins you know what a banshee is ah! the other ones <laughs> <laughs> i was acting out of banshee is that what that was <laughs> the women that <laughs> ah! Ah! okay i can't just keep doing it you know what i'm talking about right i think so yeah like those scary women yeah ah! you can stop doing okay that. i'm just I, yeah you know, okay. but like all of the all of the extra ones except for hags and trolls like Bean, I, Bean Nye I'll actually talk about Bean, Bean Nye later he's yeah. one that I zone in on oh okay. also also, you know who Puck is? yes I do I named my cat Puck because he was a little mischievous fucker also <laughs> there's a lot of anime that has Puck Yeah, as like, like berserk the I one mean, tattooed on my hand I just forgot about the anime name hold on Oh my god, I can see it in my brain. What's it look like? There's a blonde chick, and then the puck is a cat. There's a blonde chick, and puck is a cat. Is it Konosuba? No. What I don't f- freaking know. Corey's is yelling at me right now. I think everyone is yelling at you that knows what it is. I gotta look it up. I've never heard of this one, I feel like. I feel like you have. But in Berserk, the character's name is Puck, too. And he's a little fucking funny guy. (laughs) But no, I named my cat Puck because he was a fucking little... Oh, it's ReZero. I don't know what that is. Puck's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) See, look! Oh my god, that's really fucking cute. Yeah. But also... Do you remember how I told, told, how do you <laughs> can't talk? <laughs> you remember how I told you. Uh-huh. Okay. So Midsummer's Night Dream is my favorite Shakespeare movie. Uh-huh. Fucking love it. And I really love the version with Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh-huh. Love it. But do you remember how I told you about a Midsummer's Night Rave? I think so. The movie with the yeah. song, the boom, boom. Puck was the drug dealer in that movie. That's funny. <laughs> So he's the one that was drugging everyone at the rave and giving everyone the drugs. That's all. (laughs) Yeah, that's all. Who love that for me? I feel like it's all like a parallel like situation where people like use Puck as as like a similar situation of things Mm -hmm. that are like not evil. It's mischievous. Yeah. I mean, that's what in Sabrina was Puck was. Yeah. I mean, people interchange Pan and Puck a lot. Because Pan's mm. also very mischievous, mm-hmm. but Pan's kind of supposed to be evil mischievous. Puck is supposed to be just mischievous. Yeah. And Disney's wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very wrong. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's fine. They, you know what? They don't know what the puck they're talking uh, about. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Okay, I'm so sorry for saying it. <laughs> now, the word fae or the word fairy has three different theories of origins. The first theory is it's Potentially based on the word feta, which is Latin for fate, which refers to the kinder, almost godlike beings that would oversee children's births. I just immediately thought of feta. So, Mm, yeah, great cheese. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) The second one is that the word could come from the French verb meaning fair, meaning to enchant. The third theory suggests that it is an abbreviation of fair folk, one of the most common nicknames of the fae. It is referred to uh, both as their appearance because they're described sometimes to be pale as well as having their obsession with truth and lies, bargainings and payments such as the people in the fair and the fair folk itself. So not lit- not a place, like not the fair, but like fair as in like pale people. Pale or being fair to someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also because I immediately thought of if you genuinely think about it, that's how later. People describe people that work at the fair, fair folk. So it's very funny. That's why I did it. Ha ha, fair folk. (laughs) Ha ha. (laughs) I just also really like saying fair folk. It's a folk is a great word. Folk is very weird. I love the word folk. It sounds no matter what, always wrong. Yes. (laughs) It sounds like you're not saying either the correct word or a full word. Like there needs to be more letters. I feel like we say it weird, too, like being from where we're from. Mm, The Midwest. Folk, folk, but it's not. F- I feel it's like I should be like, saying folk. I feel like I should be saying Folkner or something. Like yeah, the the word folk is not complete. There needs more or like letters. Folklore, like folk. folklore, is a great word. It is a great word. Yeah, that's the full word. But that's that's what I think is like. Mm. Yes. what I want to Continue to say. Regardless of the name, the Fae are often said to be in a realm partially between the mortal and the godlike. The Fae were often associated with being ghosts spirits demigods demons or devils in irish and scottish folklore they are known as she she or she oh that's funny they're all pronounced she they're all spelled very differently so it's s-i-t-h-s-i-d-h or s-i-d-h-e but they're all pronounced she (laughs) (laughs) okay that makes sense yeah (laughs) They're associated with nature and have magical powers and an inclination to interfere with humans. They were often believed to be the cause of livestock falling ill or even dying, maybe leading travelers astray during the night, or even luring individuals to their doom near bodies of water, such as ponds and rivers. Which really leads to the whole concept of, uh, like, water nymphs and stuff also. Which is also in Fablehaven. I mean, they got it from somewhere. (laughs) Just saying, everyone read the books, please. I'll post the photos at your local library. Go get a library card. I mean, you can post the photos of my books, too, if you want. (laughs) Kylie. (laughs) The reason people have grown to start interchanging the names of fae and fairies or fairies is because people just know of them deriving from the homeland, which is the realm of fairyland. Not to be like confused with Jorgen von Strangle Fairyland from Fairly Odd Parents, but like <laughs> the actual Fairyland. How do you remember these things? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean i watched the shit out of that show i could not tell you anything that happened (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i remember like once you say it i'm like oh yeah i remember that but couldn't tell you everything i I don't know i have everything up there it's very weird Hmm. your your rolodex of memory and things i got up there you never know Now, the different names that have been attributed to them over time, sometimes people believe to be part of the diversity of what makes the different fae folk different. The fae are notorious for taking a special interest in children. Now, I mentioned that sometimes they are like not nice, but sometimes they are. So sometimes they're called the kind ones and the kind ones that are have a special interest in children are considered to be sometimes something like the tooth fairy or a fairy godmother. But the cruel ones are the ones that would steal children away for their own and often leave a changeling fae child in their place. Legends talk of changelings that are sickly in appearance with notable physical characteristics such as a beard or long pointy teeth. Parents would then have to recover the original child by confronting the fae thief, usually by making the changeling laugh or by torturing it. Two very different things there. Very different things. Now, looking back at these stories and these legends, medical experts now believe that the changeling tales were developed in an attempt to explain disabilities and neurodivergence in children, as well as to explain numerous cases of child abuse. That's that makes sense. Now hearing that sentence. Yeah, that's, that's fucked up. But that it makes is sense. very fucked up. But yeah, no, it does. It does make sense. It's very crompassy, all this. Yeah. It's very crompassy in yeah. Belschnickel. Belschnickel yeah. is nice. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. I just can't <laughs> say Belschnickel without mm. saying that sentence after. It's like, yeah. you know, it's just like who it is. Yes. One example of a child story is the case from the County Wicklow. So, County Wicklow is a region south of Dublin in the east of Ireland. A young girl vanished for three days there. The whole community searched high and low for her, looking in the fields, ditches, and woodlands, but she simply vanished. When the girl finally reappeared three days later, she told her parents that she had been taken away by some tiny men in red. The girl managed to overcome her ordeal, but the site of the abduction was recorded by the locals and preserved because they were afraid other children would later suffer the same fate. So aliens. Well, or that. I mean, maybe. Maybe they exist but not here this is the fey folk (laughs) i don't know other realms and um what What is that thing with aliens the oh my god what is it um (gasps) do you know i don't know what you're talking about you just keep waving your hand at me (laughs) like the other realm for aliens hmm the blank is blank in this area. <laughs> you talk. <laughs> Fuck, what, what is oh, it? Oh, 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 oh. Are you, are are you, are, 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 are. are you trying to talk about, like, the. The veil. The veil. The right? veil the... of reality is thin among yes. things here, string theory. <laughs> yes. Jesus. Yes that's basically another realm (laughs) I'm gonna blame this all on Kylie tonight you guys okay so here's the thing Kylie's wearing a white shirt and white nails and I've never seen this bitch wear white on white and she looks so fucking pretty and I just keep looking at her but I've already complimented her twice tonight so I'm over it and I'm done with it But it's a really nice combo. She looks really cool. Thanks. I don't know what it is, but the white on white. Ooh, she looks so classy. I mean, I'm a bride now. (laughs) Oh, fuck off. You you didn't see what this said? No, I saw it. But I had already complimented you twice, so I was over it. (laughs) Okay. But she looks really cool. It's just such a good combo. It looks like something someone from the hills would wear, and I really like it but uh but fuck her so um <laughs> uh, Jill gets two and so then she's are done saying, are you saying that i'm making you nervous yeah <laughs> it was so nice oh, i'm really flattered so that's why that's why i kind of think of what the veil of reality is <laughs> so i just stare at you i'm like what the fuck Wait, <laughs> wave your little the, white nails at me the, some veil, more. the veil is thin it's the same thing it's aliens I just concluded that fays are aliens. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Oh, especially like this one, the little red man. Like the actual, yeah. Hmm. The stories of which children would be taken changed the way people treated their children, because in Ireland they said if you looked at the baby with envy, it was dangerous to do so, because then that put the infant more at risk to be noted by the fay, who's envious of babies. <laughs> well. <laughs> Because they would be like, oh, you know, like if your baby was more beautiful. Okay, let's say let's say you and I both had a baby at the same time Uh and you looked at my baby because you thought my baby was prettier. And so you were kind of like jealous of my baby. You looked at it with envy. That meant my baby was more likely to be stolen by the fae than your baby. Do you see what I mean? Oh, that's dangerous. Yeah. So they were like, because the most beautiful children were the most at risk to be stolen by the fae because Mm. the fairies craved and admired the beautiful children and wanted these traits so the child would all of a sudden become ill or take on a strange appearance, or maybe it was unable to start moving their limbs, and they called it fairy-struck. Hmm. That's also unfable, even. <laughs> that's just another thing. <laughs> okay. That's just another theory of how the changeling came about, I guess. Like, oh, I won't tell you what fairy-struck means in my book. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you dirty little whore. No, I don't. That's never... That's... <laughs> I don't think I've ever read that. I was just being funny. (laughs) (laughs) So they also believed that boys would more often be changed into a changeling because boys were thought to be more in demand than girls. And this is because males were more important for building the family because the survival of the family name and like the family line, which kind of makes sense, you know? Some think that this might explain why in the past boys had to wear dresses to make them look more like girls to confuse the fae because even as late as the early 20th century boys were still outfitted in traditional flannel dresses until they were like 12 or 13 years old this practice persisted mostly in rural area areas of Ireland especially in the traditional poor Gaelic speaking areas and the dresses were probably descendants of the Linen Lane, which is apparently the principal garment for Celtic men in the Middle Ages. But they continued to be used in the rural areas to protect small boys from being kidnapped by the Fae. Interesting. Which, I've seen pictures of this, but I didn't know that's why. Yeah. The preventative measures were also including wearing red or pinning a piece of red cloth to clothing as protection. Or placing iron implements near their sleeping areas that could ward off fairies. So basically, iron is good for everyone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there's a bunch of other stuff. Uh, Elizabeth was actually telling me how when her mom went over, I think she said it was to Ireland. She got like a a blessed item and it was called like a castle cloth. Mm -hmm. And she brought it home and that was to help ward off like face spirits and bad spirits and stuff. Like there's different kinds of items and stuff. And she's like, yeah, my mom got some and stuff. Because Hmm. you want to be protected. You have to have one of these special items. Because it's not just the children in the Fae Folk that The Fae Folk don't just target children. Adults are subject to the Fae in their trickster ways too. So the Fae Folk will steal musicians, poets, writers, and they will take them off to the realm of the Fae to use them for entertainment. Also, they might just take someone who wronged them or offended them and make them a servant for their entire life. That one makes sense. Another story about the Fae and someone who like came forward and talked about how they were like had had an encounter with them is this man from Carlo, Ireland. He decided to dig in a local fairy mound because he said it was rumored that it contained fairy treasure. The man began digging and hacking away at the ditches and some of the hawthorn trees around the mound. Before long, he began to notice a murder of crows gathering in the nearby trees. A faintness soon came over the man and he decided to head home. But when he arrived home, he began to start bleeding from his eyes. Oh, Mm -hmm. it seems normal. Mm -hmm. Probably healthy. Yeah. So it turns out abduction wasn't the only thing you had to fear when you come in contact with the Fae. Sometimes encounters would lead to madness, which bro, this madness is nothing to fuck with. Like, the madness would make you there's a piece of paper under here and I just stepped on it. Sorry. <laughs> the madness would make you go insane. It could make you kill yourself. It could make you kill others. It could make you go blind, go deaf, go anything. Right. But also it could lead to extreme bad luck. It could lead to death. It could lead to anything. There were warnings given to those that could stumble upon a fae, such as don't step in a fairy circle, whether it be a ring of mushrooms, a group of ancient stones, things like that, which we've all heard that. I feel like I feel like that's something you hear like, oh, don't like disrupt that patch of mushrooms. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I've heard that almost anyone, even if you don't believe in it, it's just like a, a saying almost at this point. But there are some people that go out of their way to seek out the Fae and you're like, what the fuck? Why would they do that after everything I've just said? Right. But it's also because there's a different story of the Fae, like the good ones. Right. Some people seek to enter the realm of fairies to deliberately try to visit it. To talk to the good folk in order to commune or seek a gift or something like that. Because let's say there's something like a couple struggling to produce a child, they will try and ask the fairies or the fae folk for help with this. Another example is if there was a musician, they can go and sleep near the Ring of the Wrath in Rathgall Hill of Ireland overnight during one of the ancient pagan festival dates. And supposedly when they wake up, they'll receive the gift of outer otherly world musicianship. Oh, Rathgall Hillfort of Ireland. What would I call it? You just said hill. Oh, oops. So if you want to look it up, Rathgall Hillfort. But the thing is, is these favors sound like super too good to be true. And that's because they are. Yeah. 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 There's always a really steep price to pay with the Fae. And usually it's like something you can never pay back. So your life is going to end like not good. Sounds fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me like, uh, do you remember? I feel like I've brought this up before, but do you remember there's a movie with Brendan Fraser? And oh, God, I think her name's Elizabeth something. And um, it's called Bedazzled. And she's the devil. And he stumbles upon her. I think he maybe like saves her life or something. You're opening memories for me. I don't totally know what happens, but she's like, I'll grant you three wishes. And he at one point was like, I wished I had uh, like, a, I wish I was a billionaire. And she's like, OK, but just so you know, everything I grant you comes at a price. So she makes him super rich and he's a billionaire, but it's only because he's a drug cartel lord. And so when he wakes up, he like only speaks Spanish. He lives in Cuba and he's a drug cartel lord. And he's on the verge of getting caught and being sent to prison for life. And he's like, this isn't what I meant. And she's like, well, you didn't specify. And he's like, uh, OK, turn me back. And she's like, OK, but just so you know, that was your one wish. You already wasted. And then like the next one is he's like, OK, like I wish, you know, like I could be famous or something. And she's like, oh, OK, you could be famous, but it's he has cancer and that's why he's famous or something like he's like Lance Armstrong or something like that. Oh, you Oh, know, like, yeah, yeah. Everything he wants, he gets, but it comes at a super steep cost. Yeah. That's what this kind of reminds me of is like it's you get that thing but at what cost it was like genies yeah um yeah very much like that which you know what you can do with genies you can listen to them. find it in the archives <laughs> <laughs> i forgot what we normally say so it didn't roll off the tongue like it used yeah. to uh g- genies and in the, the and the gens and the three wishes and available in the archives Ooh, i jumbled that The belief of the faithful can be traced back to thousands of years ago in different parts of the world. A huge surgence became popular in writings around the 1200s. Doesn't sound like a real year. Nope, it's not. (laughs) Later, it was sparked again during the Victorian era and the use of literature during the 1900s. Supposedly, the fae once lived in our world, but were driven out into a realm of their own by the humans that were wielding iron weapons. Hence why they're scared of iron things, right? Right. Some people can still find them in dark forest, super tall mountains, and deep waters all over the world. Some people consider the heaviest areas where the fae reside are in Ireland, anywhere with Scottish or Welsh descent. Welsh? Sounds like I didn't say that word. You didn't, but it's fine. (laughs) Due to their heavy belief in the creatures. Different cultures and traditions have attributed different various origins to the fairies. Describing them as spirits of the dead. If the word is alchemy, this is alchemy, alchemical. Alchemical. <laughs> alchemical. Alchemical. <Elementals>. Alchemical, <laughs> <laughs> alchemical. Alchemical melchemical. Alchemical alchemical. It needs to be alchemy elementals, but it's not so many letters. Why are there so many letters? (laughs) Chemical elementals. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep going. (laughs) Demoted angels, demons, pagan deities, or even a distinct type of human. They're often seen as the opposites and adversaries. 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 (laughs) Adversaries. Adversaries. Ed- <laughs> Advent <laughs> calendars <laughs> adversaries <laughs> of the creatures of the night and demons. They are indirectly aligning themselves with the angels. Hmm. So let's do a few short stories of what are said to be some of the dark faith folks that you would never want to encounter, right? Sounds great. All of them. This is this is <laughs> the fucking like from the very beginning of CSP, this is the fucking Christmas characters all over again. I can't pronounce any of these. Oh, love that. I can't pronounce a single fucking one of these. So I'm going to take a drink and I'm going to be miserable. I think the first one's Anguana. It's like iguana, but not Anguana. OK, you got this. The Anguana of Italy appearing as a beautiful woman. The Anguana, like so many other fairies, started to warp as the world changed. So they now appear like a goose, chicken, or goat's foot, <laughs> sometimes a reptile back, or some other flawed item. I, this, just, I just can't with the with the foot. Like, <laughs> it's not a, a goose, foot. not a chicken, not a goat. It's a foot. It's a yeah. goose, chicken, or goat foot. Yep. Or just a reptile's back. Seems great. Yeah. <laughs> and this, mixed with their jealous nature, has made them extremely je- dangerous at times. In one town, town, town. Oh. In one tale, they descended on a town by the light of the full moon and killed all the girls and women because they were so jealous because they used to be beautiful women. And they were jealous of anyone that could become beautiful. And then they scattered the women's bloods and guts across the place as a warning to anyone who would be happy with their beauty and then burnt the town to the ground afterwards. And you wonder why women have issues with beauty. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of that. It's because the. Although anguana, I'm just like. I'm <laughs> just like picturing a random back <laughs> just hanging out like, just going, going and, and murdering people doing right? like uh okay is the rest of the goat still attached that's at that moment, i don't know so i have confused. so many questions <laughs> the next one the hobia of england these are wicked fairies who creep into the house to brutally murder a family the hobya will at times carry off the children in bags in order to have fun torturing and tormenting them, okay, freaking, uh, Krampus wannabe, right? Literally, like uh, it's just not around Christmas time. W- what do people say? Like Dollar Tree knockoff, Krampus knockoff? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Fuda Fudacuc, Fuda Fudacuciana. Yeah, Kuchiyana of Japan, of course, (laughs) (laughs) the spirit of wicked stepmothers who let their stepchildren starve to death. And they were so possessed by the spirits of those children afterwards. The child's ghost manifests as the mouth on the back of the woman's head then, which would constantly demand to be fed. And if it's not, it uses the woman's hair as a tentacle to snatch up her food. In some tales, they seem to form communities in the mountains in which they come down to seek relationships with men in order to feed the incredible hungry spirit which has possessed them. In other times, they're so hungry, they'll just devour people. So why is this Spirited Away? (laughs) It's Spirited Away meets the first Harry Potter book. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, that's really weird. Cause it's like literally you just said the person. At, at least three of um Studio Ghibli book or uh yeah. movies. I was just like, what? That's really interesting. <laughs> I dropped my fidget toy. Oh no. I thought I talked about the other bean one that I said earlier, but I talk about bean fion. Sure. The bean fion fairies. These are known as drowning fairies. Oh, they're said to pull children underwater to their doom. If you are searching for a bean, Fionn fairy, you're advised to look around dark waters where drownings have occurred. So water nymphs. No. Sirens. No. Oh, Lake Erie. Oh, no. Lanier. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Also in the archives. (laughs) It's a really fun game. People still continue to drown there all the time. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) All the time. It's great. Sounds great. Ah! Ah! Stop it. (laughs) The Banshees. Uh (laughs) The Banshees of Ireland. It's said to be the most active at night before a passing. In some folklore, the Banshee will come to the door of those who are maybe expecting to pass. She looks like a full-sized human female, and though her appearance can vary by region, her hair is stringy, she wears a white gown or a shroud. She frequently appears covered in moss as well. The banshee is recognized by her loud mourning wails. Ah! <laughs> which are said to be a harbinger <laughs> <warm drink. laughs> <laughs> of someone's demise. Wow. Ah. So it's really like um uh, Hold on. I, I I'll get there in a second. Just give me a second. It's been a long day. <laughs> um Where are you going? With the Grim this? Reaper. Well, she doesn't kill anyone she's just like warning you by shrieking in your face that you're going to die well the grim reaper doesn't always kill you in no all- but he carries that big old yeah that's just because shaped a scythe thing it's not shaped like corn but it's just shaped like thing that you cut down corn with play too many cozy games <laughs> <laughs> yeah next I want to say a mixture <laughs> between the Babadook and the Babushka, but neither of those are what this is. No.
1: Berberoka. Mm.
0: The Berberoka. Yeah. Mm. The Berberoka. It's a Filipino folklore. The Berberokas are highly dangerous fairies that inhabit rivers and swamps. They're said to prey upon fishermen by ingesting large volumes of water, thereby bringing up fish. Then once the fishermen make their way to the specific spot to find the fish, right? The barbaroka will regurgitate the water and capsize the fisherman's boat. And then the fishermen are dragged underwater and eaten by the Berberokas. No, that one's a stretch. Okay, that's the only one that's (laughs) unbelievable. Are (laughs) you fucking with me? (laughs) No, that one is just that's not that's not a thing. You're kidding, right? That's just like a folklore of storms you <laughs> you believe in a goat's foot going around no no no! no, no. Okay. i didn't say i did Ooh. i didn't say i did but that one is just not <laughs> no okay okay like how big would you have to be in order to capsize a boat and regurgitate that much water i mean to capsize a boat how big is the boat a fisherman boat can be tiny i know but you're thinking like they're I'm just thinking of a little two man boat with two men in it rivers and swamps yeah with two little men in a boat rivers and swamps don't get crazy they don't have like um, they have currents but they don't have like serious waves yeah so that's why she's just drinking all the water and then just <laughs> spitting it on them I ate this no. and then they're just like oh shit I must spit water on you <laughs> yeah and they're and like oh my done. god our boat's now underwater fuck and then she won't stop spitting on them. And they're like, God damn, bitch, will you stop spitting on us? And she's like, no, drown. <laughs> and then they drown. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. That one sounds pretty legit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too legit to <laughs> quit. <laughs> quit. <laughs> so, yeah. The Fae folk are terrifying also invigorating (laughs) and depending on which side of the (laughs) the stories you're on yeah and I don't I don't know what the word is that I want but just like they're very interesting creatures I think I would say I believe in a lot of it yeah yeah what part that you will see one or feel one when you go to Ireland apparently (laughs) because (laughs) Ireland is where they're at yeah why the can't they come over here? Why? Well, I wouldn't want to come over here either. Right? No. That makes sense. Yeah, I would stay in Ireland too. Have yeah. you noticed how beautiful it is? Maybe we don't have enough grass for them to survive over here. We don't really have it's a very, lot of places. Yeah, it's very luscious over there. Like, if I was a little or big, if I was anything, I mean, I if I could go anywhere, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, I'd stay in New Zealand or Ireland or somewhere else. Yeah. Why the fuck would you come here? Yeah, stay over there. Yeah, but also, if I was a banshee, I would definitely come to the U.S. I'll just start killing bitches. Oh, yeah, that's true. I just like if my sole purpose in life was to kill people, if I was a banshee, <laughs> I would just like hang out in L.A. and just start going and screaming in people's faces and just killing the whole city. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why aren't they in big cities? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I mean, maybe they are. We're just yeah. it's just not our big cities. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's the face. <laughs> Sound like I said, like, that's face, like face, like a 90s, like, comeback when you would be like, face, not, you know, no, OK. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> no, I, I feel like I was embarrassing. So, huh. Mm, yeah. Cool. That made me feel stupid. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, how do you feel? I mean, I don't know if I believe in them, but I would like to believe in them. I don't know, because I feel like that that one person with the red ones, I think that might have been aliens. Because hmm. I don't feel like abductions go along with Faye for some reason, even though I know that they do. Like, they literally come and take your children away. Like... That is literally an abduction, but like, like thinking of an abduction, like alien abduction, that's what I think of in my brain. So like, it's either kidnapping or stealing away. It's not an abduction unless you're an alien. I will say it's hard for me to tell the okay. Sometimes here's where I get a little messy. I don't know where the difference between a cryptid. And a myth and like a fae and all these things are because I feel like like, okay, if a fae's objective is to be this otherworldly creature that is up to mischievous, no good and doing dastardly little deeds done dirt cheap like an (laughs) ACDC song up in here. Who's to say that, honestly, Sasquatch isn't a fae folk living Mm -hmm. in the mountains and he's actually kidnapping people. Or any and other him to Well, here's my theory. Taking like Jeff? Him, no, I have a real... Th- yeah. Fucking pause. Sorry. <laughs> Sasquatch is taking these children from cramp, cramp sites. I got cramps on Krampus. the <laughs> He's taking children from campsites, like Dior Coons, maybe. Even uh-huh. though we know that one's not one. But like, let's just say. Yeah. He's taking a child and then he's scurrying away to another realm or something to where this veil of reality is thin And the thing is, is that that's where the missing 411 comes in, is we think it's a missing 411, but it's really a fae creature. who's just hanging out in another realm. Yeah, who's to say that a fae isn't a cryptid, which isn't part of the string theory, which isn't part of um, a skinwalker, which is, see, like, that's where it gets a little messy, is like, can't they all just be cousins? I feel like they are all cousins. (laughs) Like, I don't know, it's just like, I get it that they are technically they all have their own like um, definition because we like talked nuances. in one. Yeah. Like one time you asked me, you're like, what's the difference between a myth and an urban legend? And I was like, oh, OK, let's get into this. And We went yeah. through and we dissected them all. But like the the dis the dissection between them all is so thin that it's just like silly. Mm hmm. Well, in a lot of there's a lot of similarities and And depending on what they do, believe it really might not be that thin or might be really thin. Yeah. Like Jeff the talking mongoose. Yeah. He's totally a fae. (laughs) (laughs) He's like he is a fae, but he is also a cryptid. So how is that possible? Right. That means cryptids are fae in my belief. Yeah, I can see that. But so is Nessie and Bessie. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I believe in Nessie, but Bessie is. But we talked about that before. She's a (laughs) Berberoka. I had to figure out what it was called. (laughs) Got to read it to figure out out that word. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. And I mean, we could we could really start diving into some really crazy ones, but I wanted to at least explain what they are to begin with before we start going too in depth because we could do a whole thing about just like
1: all the different and kinds all these yeah. different
0: things but we can't do all that until we know what the concept is the well basics. and it's funny because like not only just like books and things but there's also like i said harvest moon so when you say sprites i immediately think of like farming sprites from harvest moon where they like help with specifics in Whatever they're supposed to be, like the blue one helps with water, and you know, like those types of things. So <laughs> shut up. So, so it's funny because you like immediately so get up. like a specific connotation of what they mean for different types of things. Do you feel the same? That makes sense, though. Like I don't know how your book is, but but not it's not like at all like that. Okay, <laughs> but, but like I automatically think of specific ones like out of all of the lists of things like i think of specific ones being nicer than others but like tinkerbell isn't necessarily nice but she's not evil like especially in like peter pan Mm -hmm. but many specific situations pan is bad pan is real bad pan is he's a little shit yeah he's (laughs) yeah he's real bad (laughs) yeah so it's just it's very interesting to uh to hear all of the different stories and folklore and grim tales and all of those things Hmm. that's how i feel yeah well um thanks elizabeth for requesting it yeah thank you i like doing the like intro to a big set like this because then it's like fuck now i want to talk more about it type things now i want to like be like okay which one do we want to do next fuck (laughs) um Next week, though, because I did post the the Feb schedule, the Febsk, uh, never say that <laughs> the schedule OK, um, next week we got Lauren on the docket and then we decided the week after that we are doing at Zola. And so I finished at Zola today. Right. Uh huh. And like, I thought I knew everything about this case because I really dug deep when it happened. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I watched this movie like not that long ago and stuff and all this stuff. I did not know some of the stuff that happened way after the case. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Does it go there? Is bro, it, like, it gets pretty wild. Is it like Degrassi? Does it go there? I don't know. I don't. I've never seen anything in <gasps> Degrassi my whole life. Oh, my God. But it's pretty fucking wild. And if you know the story from the tweets, bro, we're going to get way more in depth. We are going to read all the tweets, though. We're going to read all 148 tweets. Ooh. Um, we're going to start with the tweets, but then we are going to really dive into some weird shit afterwards. And there's a lot more that happened to that case. Like a lot more. Oh. And I'm going to have to try and find out how to pronounce that man's name. Yeah. <laughs> the one that's like 37 letters long. His name. Yep. 37. Are it's you exaggerating? Do you want me to count real quick? Yeah. Okay. Okay talk about something in your life oh i don't know um okay my mom and my dad's girlfriend both started a like party so like one of them's doing pampered chef and the other one is doing 31 and these women don't do those and i'm like really at the same time you're gonna do it at the same time so i'm like trying to you know win things because i'm broke that i I can't do anything else and um i won something I'm competitive as fuck. It's nineteen letters. Nineteen, first and last. I should. I'm so sorry. I'm talking about his first and last name. So his name is. He goes by Z, okay. But in the movie, he goes by X. They change everyone's name name in the movie. His first name is. Okay, this is before I'm going to learn it, so maybe (laughs) I'll do better in the real episode. Akperodo, it's A K P O R O D E. He goes by Rudy. His last name. <laughs> he goes by Rudy. <laughs> His last name. Ujo, Jo Ud Jo Jevwe. ujo Jevwe. Ud Ud Udro Jevwe. Dwe 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 All right, I'll just spell it for y'all. <laughs> U-W-E-D-J-O-J-E-V-W-E. There's so many W's. There's so many letters with so little vowels. Yeah. So I was telling Margie a about. I understand about, why his name is Z. Yeah. I was telling Margie about one of my friends the other night and I was like, blah, 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 because we call her Pretzel. <laughs> and Margie's like, okay, cool. And I was like, no, yeah, yeah, no, we call her Pretzel because her last name is 17 letters and there's two vowels in it. There's three Z's, two K's, and no, one X. No. And Marty's just like, cool, 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 cool. And I was like, so we call her Pretzel. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. That checks, that out. checks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Because none of us can pronounce it. Pronounce it. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you guys got that to look forward for the rest of the month. And then um, that's all. Okay. I don't think I have anything else. Do you have anything else? No. Okay. Well, this has been really fun. And uh, thank you guys once again for listening to this week's case. And thank you guys for any uh, requests that you guys do. We always love to hit up a request. So feel free to tell us how you feel about this episode as well. Do you believe in the faith? (laughs) Thank you for joining us after dark. We can't wait to chat with you next week for another new episode. Sleep tight. Listener, did you have some feedback about this week's case? Or maybe you want to chat with us. Maybe you even have a suggestion you'd like to throw our way. We're always just a click away. You can easily find all of our socials on Linktree through Cryptic Soup Pod, which is available in our Instagram bio. You can also join the CSP Discord where we would love to chat with you. Thank you for joining us this week and make sure to check out our sources available in the description if you want to dive deeper into this case. Don't forget to show your support and love for CSP by leaving a review and rating wherever you normally listen. Next week, we will be back with a new episode where you can join in on the conversation after dark. Cryptic Soup Pod is a podcast that contains sensitive material at times. We understand if sometimes the subjects are too much for some of the listeners. We thank each and every one of you for being a member of the community and always supporting us. Thank you for everything, and we'll see you next time, so stay tuned. Cola, the beverage for you. Drink it or don't. It's up to you. Thank you. Zap that thirst. <laughs> you forgot the main slogan. <laughs> you gotta zap the thirst. I didn't really know where I was going with it. <laughs> Nuka Cola. I was so confused because I thought you were reading and I'm like, <laughs> where did that go? Are we talking about Nuka Cola with the Fay? <laughs> like what? <laughs> this is gonna be fun. <laughs>
1: Got oh, it's a little
0: warm. You got an itchy? Okay. I'll hold you know it. What? It's. I'll hold yeah. it. No, it's for safety! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's for safety. <laughs> I can't <panicked>. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel safer. Baby, baby. Are you taking your iPad? No. Okay. Still I'm going to eat and die. Hi, Cheryl. Bye, Shiro. Bye, Shiro. Okay. We made eye contact. We're friends. I think he's fine. We're getting better, that guy and I. I thought we were making it's funny because I thought we were making progress because I kept like telling him to lay down and then I would walk away. And then he I could hear him get up, so I would do it again. And then I'd hear him get up and do it again. And then finally he stayed and I'm like, okay, good boy. And then he got up again, but still, <laughs> like we were like it. It there was some progress, yeah. And then he peed everywhere, yeah, yeah. So, so... not that kind of progress, no. Just buddy he But maybe he did it la- sitting down, laying down. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <sighs> I give up. What did you just do? My keyboard fell. Ew. <laughs> I just can't tell what he's doing. Oh, mopping. I know, but... (laughs) We don't have any things, so he'll have to, like, literally mop. Like, water. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I know how mopping works. Real (laughs) mopping.